I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Time to get to 20 minutes from now. We'll dive into the Pats and the Bills Thursday Night Football. Right now, though, we go out to the GetMyFitness.com guest line, and we're joined by Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSided, the host of the Bacon Bets podcast. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit getmyphoenix.com to learn more. Ian, welcome back to the show. Always excited to have you. Let me throw this at you because you you always put up the uh, the weekly um, update on, on net yards, right? The teams that have allowed the most compared to not allowing the most and, and kind of where it all lies in. When, when you look at that right now, when you look at the updated numbers, who strikes you as a fraud? Who's the team... That you just don't think it's as good as, as their record record says they are right now. Who's a fraud? What's up, Chelsea? Uh, <laughs> I, it's the, right now, it's the Minnesota Vikings. As much as I would love to trash, and I love to trash uh, the Tennessee Titans, they've actually played decently recently. But right now, it has to be the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, this team's, what, 9-2? 30th in net yards per play. Uh, no, I do have to say the caveat is net yards per play obviously isn't everything. Um, but it, it, it means something. I mean, it, it doesn't factor in third down conversion. Right? It doesn't factor in red zone offense or defense. But the Vikings kind of stink in those areas as well. Uh, the only thing that's keeping them afloat is that they're very good at not turning the ball over and forcing turnovers on defense a little bit. I think they're third in average turnover margin per game. Uh, but this Vikings team, they are the Titans from last year. They, they stink. Uh, their defense is like this bottom three defense in the NFL. Teams are moving the ball against them all year. Uh, it has to be the tight. It has to be the Vikings. I love the uh, the festive. <laughs> what do you got a cat there too? I was yes. looking at the Christmas lights in the background. I'm like, wait, do these Canadians celebrate Christmas with their mincemeat tarts? And now you got a cat walking over the place. This is phenomenal. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. Um, so I saw you put it out there to your followers, and you received 86 replies to uh, the statement, 13 people left to win 25K in Survivor. What's the Survivor yes. pick this week? So those 86 replies, was there some sort of consensus, and you posted up there, which teams that you have available, and what are you thinking right now? Because it's been kind of boring the last five weeks, hasn't it? All of a sudden, people have figured out which teams are good, which teams you can pick on, and it uh, hasn't been a whole lot of carnage over the last month. Yeah, I mean, what, like 99% of the pool got eliminated in like the first 10 weeks, and now it's like it's slow to a slow drip at this point. But, yeah, the, my main mm-hmm. reason for asking that question was I wanted to see who the most popular Survivor pick would have been this week based on uh, some replies. And uh, a lot more people are saying the Browns than I kind of expected. I know they're touchdown favorites, but 
Uh, I will not be taking the Browns. Deshaun Watson, I mean, who knows what we're going to get from him. Uh, so I'll be staying away from the Browns. But I, 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 I'm kind of firm in my strategy now. Um, and it's basically going to be if uh, Justin Fields does not play for the Bears, we're going to take the Packers because we are one of only two people left who have the Packers available. So we can be a little bit different with that pick and hope nice. there's some upsets uh, in some other games. If Justin Fields does play, I don't trust the Packers, though. Uh, some teams have been able to run the ball against them. Uh, I could foresee Justin Fields having a good game against the Packers defense. So if that's the case, I think we'll go Seahawks uh, over the Rams. So uh, that's our strategy as of right now. I was surprised by how many people said the Browns because I, I never really thought about taking them at all. <laughs> I, never, <laughs> I just saw a big tail go across the screen. He doesn't want to the issue. I do think I the Browns so are going to be the top, though. I'm so happy you're still alive in Joe O's pool. We're, we're all rooting for you here. Um, I want to ask you about tonight, Thursday night football, Bills at Patriots, <clears throat> side, total props. Where are you looking? I have my eye on Josh Allen because he just doesn't seem right against this Patriots defense, maybe under 22 and a half completions or under 38 and a half longest, com uh, yeah, longest completion. Um, but where are you looking tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the Bills in this one. I'm going to take the Bills to cover. I got them at minus four. I think you can get them at three. I think that line has kind of dropped a little bit here. But uh, I think people are starting to lose faith in the Bills a little bit, and I don't necessarily agree with that. I think a big issue, and it's something I have to try to remind myself all the time, uh, is to not have recency bias in the NFL, which is very difficult because you only play one game a week. So over the past four games, that's a month's worth of time. You tend to forget what kind of happened uh, before the, the previous month. And the Bills, even though they've won two games in a row, uh, they haven't looked great over the past four weeks, and people are kind of mm -hmm. uh, starting to lose faith. I mean, look at the Super Bowl odds. I think the Chiefs are favorites now. I think they surpassed them this past week, even though the Bills already beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead this stadium. So I'm kind of I'm, I'm going to keep faith in the Bills. I would be concerned if they're like yards per play and opponent yards per play, and a lot of their statistics have fallen off a cliff, but that's not the case. They aren't quite playing as good as they did at the start of the year, uh, but they're still a top three team in the NFL, and there's absolutely no doubt about that. Whereas the Patriots, uh, I don't, I are they going to make the playoffs? I don't even know if they're a playoff team. And the Patriots, uh, they haven't played very many difficult defenses this year. They've played three defenses, or yeah, three games against defenses who rank in the top ten in opponent yards per play, two against the Jets, once against the Colts, and in those games, uh, they're only averaging around 260 total yards of offense, 262. So now this is the fourth game that they have played against a difficult defense. Sure, they can light up defenses that stink, like the Vikings last week, uh, but against the Bills, uh, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. So I, I'm, uh, I'm laying the points with Buffalo tonight. Ian, you mentioned there teams that maybe aren't as good as they were a month ago or not playing their best football. I think the Eagles could fit in that category, right? They're still a yes. top three, four team in the NFL, at least five, except Joe's power rank is in half top five, but they're around that area, wherever you want Fraud. to make them. Fraud. Joe thinks they're frauds. <laughs> well, they're playing the Titans this week, a team that you've often called frauds. I think this is an interesting game. The number's interesting, five and a half on this game. And it looks to me, it feels to me like the kind of game where the style is going to make it. If the Eagles get up, I don't think the Titans are coming back. If the Titans get up, they could win, or it's a very close game. What do you make of this game, Ian, uh, Titans, and the Eagles on Sunday? 
Yeah, I'm, I, I, I agree with your point. I do think if the Eagles get up, I think it's going to be hard for the Titans to get back. But um, believe it or not, I'm on the Titans to cover in this spot. Um, I'm getting off the kind of Titans or frauds train. I can't, I can't do it anymore. It's too exhausting betting against them every week and losing. Um, I will say a couple things about the Titans and actually about the Eagles as well. The Eagles can't stop the run. That's been a, kind of a hole that's been exploited in their defense. The Packers got five yards per carry. Uh, against them last week. They need Jordan Davis back. I don't think he's going to be back this week unless I miss something. Uh, so if they're going to struggle to stop the run, that's going to hurt them against a, a Titans team. Uh, and one thing I will say about the Titans, they're not, they don't do a ton of things really well, but they're extremely good in two key areas, and that's third down defense and red zone defense. They've led the NFL the entire season in third down defense. Teams are only converting 30% of their third downs against them into first downs. And then you look at red zone defense, their eighth and opponent red zone touchdown scoring percentage. So uh, a defense that maybe has some holes, but they're able to get off the field on third down and prevent teams from scoring a touchdown when they do get down to the red zone, uh, that's going to go a long way in maybe not winning this game, but at least keeping it close and keeping this Eagles offense in check. So I think the Titans defense can do enough. I think they'll be able to run the ball successfully against the Eagles. Uh, so I'll take the points with the Titans, which is not something I've said very often in the past two years. No. Uh, Miami, San Francisco, Cincinnati, KC. Probably the two best games of the week. Unfortunately, going on at the exact same time. Do you have a, a strong angle on the side for either game? Yeah, I love the 49ers against the Dolphins uh, in this spot. I, I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I've placed some futures on them, but uh, I don't think enough people are talking about the injury that the Dolphins had on their offensive line this past week. Uh, Armstead, Taron, Taron, Armstead, mm -hmm. uh, you look at their sacks. Uh, he, Tua was sacked a total of twice, two, two times in the Dolphins' previous game heading into the Texans' game. He goes down, Tua's then sacked four times on their next three possessions. Uh, that is uh, an insane difference there with one offensive lineman out. So now with him being out, and now they have to go up against the 49ers pass rush and this 49ers defense, uh, I'm going to be interested to see how this offensive line can hold up uh, against that because that could be a long day uh, for the Dolphins. Uh, and the 49ers in general, I think they have the best defense uh, in the NFL, not just their pass rush. They've done a pretty decent job of defending the pass. Uh, and the Dolphins, if they, if they can't protect Tua, uh, I don't think this offense can run. They can't really run the ball 27th in yards per carry. Uh, in order to have kind of these long developing plays, they need to protect Tua. If that's not there, they're going to struggle on offense. So I love the 49ers uh, minus three and a half. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. I like it. I like it. What about Broncos eight-point dogs at the Ravens? Hackett was just asked if he'd consider a quarterback change, and he said, hmm, right now, no. Um, things not looking good for this Broncos team, though, so far this season. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been one of the last, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, people dying on the hill of the Broncos. I think I've bet on them three straight weeks. I'm, I, I'm officially done, though. I'm waving the white flag. I can't do it anymore with the Broncos because I look at their defensive numbers, and I'm like, they should at least be able to cover the spread. They should at least be able to beat the Carolina Panthers. No, they can't. Their offense is that bad. Their offense is completely atrocious. I don't know if I've seen an offense this bad, especially on third down, especially in the red zone. Uh, they can't do anything. So I, I guess I'll take the Ravens in this spot. I will one, uh, say the one thing that the Broncos defense struggles in doing is stopping the run. Uh, 19th in opponent yards per carry. So uh, that's kind of obviously the Ravens' strength. So if the Ravens can run the ball against the Broncos' defense, because uh, I think it was the Raiders early in the season. I think the first game the Raiders had against the Broncos just ran all over the Denver defense. If the Ravens can mimic that a little bit, uh, they only need to score, what, 21 points to cover the spread? So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take the Ravens. But uh, I will say now that I'm finally off the Broncos train, uh, I'm sure this is probably the week that they're going to cover. But I, I can't do it anymore. Betting on the Broncos has been the most painful experience of my life. <laughs> Ian, let's talk about your Falcons. I see the helmet behind you there. Falcons, a one-point underdog. This line is flipped from when it opened. The Falcons are now the underdog in this game by a point to the Steelers on Sunday. Uh, this game, your thoughts? And then big picture with the Falcons here. I mean, they covered the first six games of the season. It's been choppier since. We know it's not a very good team, yet they're still in this division race because the Bucks stink. So where are you right now as a Falcons fan, and what do you think about this game? Yeah, I will say in terms of a betting standpoint, you'd think that me being a Falcons fan that I'd be able to have a good uh, feel on this team and be able to understand, you know, what games are going to win and what games are not. But I don't think I've been on the right side of a Falcons game since week four, I think. Uh, so now at this point, because they're still in the uh, race for the NFC South, I think I'm just going to bet against them and then hope that I continue to be wrong and hope that they actually win these games. So uh, I'm on the Steelers in this spot. I did get them uh, as slight underdogs before the line uh, flipped. They can stop the run. That is something the Steelers can do on defense. Uh, they're in the top 10 in opponent yards per carry, and that's uh, that's what we know is what the Falcons do on offense. All they do is run the ball. I think they have the second highest uh, rushing yards percentage in the NFL. Also, if they do have to try to throw the ball, they have to go up against TJ Watt, which is uh, going to get ugly pretty quick. So I'll back the Steelers. I've actually liked what I've seen from the Steelers the past few weeks. I think Kenny Pickett uh, he's taken strides. Uh, he's looked a lot better the past few weeks than he did early in the season. Uh, so I'm going to take the Steelers to win that game. But yeah, I mean, I'll be rooting for the Falcons, of course, but it, it's kind of tough. I mean, Kyle Pitts now for the year. Even if we make the playoffs, we're going to get just crushed uh, in whatever team we play in the first round. But yeah, if the Falcons win this week uh, and the Buccaneers lose, I think we're in sole possession of first place in the NFC South, which is absolutely insane. So I'll take it, but in terms of my money... Uh, I gotta back the Steelers. See, I got I got no faith in Atlanta anymore. We're not hearing you, Joe. Muted, Joe. 
What about the uh, primetime Sunday night, Monday night? Uh, you just alluded to the Saints Bucks one on Monday, but Sunday night is Colts and Cowboys. Interested in either of those? Uh, yeah, I'm going to lay the points with, with the Cowboys. I mean, I was just talking about how painful it is to bet on the Broncos and to watch them. Maybe the only team that's more painful uh, is the Colts, uh, which is tough for me to admit because the Colts were my yeah. preseason Super Bowl pick. Matt Ryan was a dark horse MVP bet I gave out, uh, and that has looked absolutely terrible. I mean, their, their offense is extremely bad, probably second-worst offense next to the Broncos. The Cowboys' offense is rolling. I'm actually, like, legitimately concerned about Matt Ryan's health in this game. Uh, he is the most immobile quarterback in the NFL. Uh, it's sad watching him play right now, and now he has to go up against Micah Parsons in the Cowboys' pass rush. Uh, I'm honestly concerned for Matt Ryan's health on Sunday Night Football. I don't know if I'll be able to watch that game. It's going to make me feel queasy uh, to watch Matt Ryan try to run away from Micah Parsons. Uh, it's going to get ugly, so I'll, I'll take the Cowboys to cover that spread. And on Monday Night Football, I will take... The Saints with a three and a half points uh, in that one. I think we can all. I think every single week people are looking at the Bucks and they're like, "Oh, they're they're going to get things together. Tom Brady's going to go on a run, and they're going to be in threat in the playoffs." I think we can officially say that's not going to happen. I think we can officially say the nightmare that is Tom Brady that has plagued us for twenty plus years. I think it's over. I think the Bucks are done. Tom Brady's done. We keep waiting for their offense to come alive. It hasn't. Uh, so against the Saints, who I think are much better than the record indicates. They just need to stop turning the ball over. I'll take the three and a half points and at least uh, hope that it stays close. Great stuff. Ian, we always appreciate hopping on. Good luck in Survivor this week with the, uh, the, the selection 13 to go, and we'll catch up again soon. There he goes, Ian McMillan, senior editor, Betside, a host of the Bacon Bets podcast on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, the revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more on the other side. We'll dive into Thursday Night Football, the Bills and the Pats. That's next on the Becky Wall Network.